Hey everyone, a bit of a different one here today on the 5-1 Volleyball Podcast. Today we have an interview with Greg Mead, who is the founder, one of the founders of CrossNet, which is kind of like a four-square volleyball hybrid. So picked his brain a bit, try to find out the origins of CrossNet, what he thinks about the current volleyball landscape, how he's working with current players, and more subjects like that. So a little different from my usual stuff, but hopefully you guys enjoy the change of pace and learn something about CrossNet. So I, I think it is a really interesting uh, new game, and uh, you know, I'm pretty excited about playing it after this interview. So enjoy. Greg, how are you? How's it going? Welcome. Thank you for joining the uh, 5-1 Volleyball Podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Doing well. How about yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, busy busy season here over at the CV and European Volleyball with Champions League and, and all that fun stuff going on. So for those of you guys who don't know, Greg, you're one of the co-founders of CrossNet, which if you follow my page and you follow volleyball, like this is probably one of the most viral things going on right now. Um, so let's just get right into it. Seems like a simple idea on paper. Uh, how'd you guys come up with it? But, but no one had done it before. Yeah. I mean, we were all big fans of Foursquare growing up. Um, me, my partner, Mike, my partner, Chris, my brother, um, we all love Foursquare. So Mike came over one day and we wanted to create something. He wanted to, you know, make something. He graduated from Northeastern. He's an engineer. So he wanted to develop and make a product, um, that was different, unique, and that can, you know, financially make us wealthy and make something cool and different so we we literally just sat all all day one one day like three years ago three and a half years ago watching espn and we were like okay let's make the next outdoor beach game or backyard game and then mike just said four square volleyball and then we said absolutely um we ran to walmart the next day uh got two badminton nets like cut them together it was a mess and then we invited some friends over and we just played around with the rules tried to do like og four square rules and it was super fun. We had a blast. Um, then we really need we needed to take it to market and and actually develop a real product. That's crazy that you guys knew like the final idea like almost immediately. I, I love ideas like that that are just immediately uh, apparent. And I have to ask you, uh, what did you study in school? Uh, business, mark with a focus on marketing. Okay, it's it's just funny because I ask because I I took accounting in university now. Now I work in uh, sports media, so it's just funny how like everyone's paths just go haywire right after school. Um, yeah, so great origin story there for Spike or for uh, CrossNet. Sorry, <laughs> leads into my next question because Spikeball is the one thing I thought like right away. Like, uh, you know, kind of the comparison was that an inspiration at all, or did that come around at the same time? Or yeah, so Spikeball was definitely a help for CrossNet, but we actually were more influenced by CanJam. We all grew up playing CanJam in high school. Um, we brought it to our high school like for the first time, and no one knew what it was, and we were the ones that started playing it. Uh, I've met some of my best friends to this day playing CanJam, so that's where the inspiration is for us. Um, we didn't really grow up playing Spikeball. Um, some of us never even played it. So, you know, I wasn't expecting actually to talk about Can Jam on this podcast. So can you just explain uh, to maybe the listeners? Because I, I wasn't even sure it existed outside of like Ontario, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, can you just explain oh, yeah. to people what that is? Yeah, Can Jam is huge in, in New England where we grew up in the Northeast. Um, it's definitely made its way around to Connecticut. I'm sorry, California and like the Floridas and stuff. But it's huge up in the Northeast. And it's a, it's a Frisbee game. And you just throw it into a... Uh, a black bucket frisbee and you try to score points. Uh, you, 
you played a 21. It's super fun game. Um, and it was frisbee, yeah. simple game, and you just it's like cornhole but frisbee. <laughs> oh yeah, I was introduced to it a little later in life, but yeah, it's a ton of fun. Um, so Greg, are, are you a volleyball guy? Like, did you play in in high school and university? How how did you uh, guys get acquainted with volleyball? Yeah, we. That's a good question. Everyone asks us. No, we never played volleyball. None of us did. Uh, I think some of us wish we did. We didn't have a volleyball team in our high school. It's pretty small, um, farm town. Um, we played basketball. We played soccer. Uh, Mike played baseball. I played tennis. Chris played football. Like we all did those kind of sports, the mainstream sports. So volleyball was not ever one of the sports we grew up playing. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because volleyball is not a sport I would say that attracts non-volleyball people all that often so but i think it's great what you guys are doing um so volleyball versus uh beach volleyball maybe we can talk a, a little bit about that um do you do you see CrossNet as more of like a volleyball product or, or a beach volleyball product or something else entirely uh, we want to take CrossNet to the next level make it its own little sport obviously it can be great for an introduction to volleyball like so we're in like ten thousand gym classes right now so it's they're all in the physical education curriculum and people are learning, kids are learning how to bump set spike on a cross net, get more touches. Because um, when you're playing volleyball in gym class, it, it's like you have to wait like an hour to touch the ball. And then some people are scared. And then the other good kid in the class is running over to save it. They're not really getting touches. So cross net is actually helping the volleyball community um, in, by getting, you know, the younger kids to, you know, boost up into the volleyball world, which is really cool to see because I never even thought that was going to be anything um, when we started cross net. But going back to your question on the beach volleyball side, um, it's definitely more for the beach side. It's definitely more for the backyard side. There's hundreds, like there's thousands of cross nets in people's backyards right now set up that we have no idea because we can't see them. So it's really growing behind the scenes. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting that you like you're treating it as its uh, as its own sport because one one of the things about volleyball that's always confused me a little bit is it has the reputation among most people of being like this family friendly like really casual game but you play volleyball it's like really really hard to just do the basics like one of the hardest sports so do you think kind of cross net uh maybe fills that gap a bit yeah it definitely does uh, i know me playing volleyball I'm, a, I'm an athlete um and me trying to do a bump set spike is extremely difficult um it is like yeah, for sure. the football shooting a basketball it's extremely difficult so like I was saying, like CrossNet can definitely be that, you know, that gateway to getting more touches and, and really get, being comfortable getting a volleyball to your to your face, to your hand, whatever, you know, just getting comfortable getting touches. Yeah, and especially I think for kids, because I've coached some volleyball before and, it, and it's, it's it's pretty difficult to get, uh, you know, on a full-size net or even a half-size net to get kids to be able to, uh, to play like that. So I think the lower net and the more constrained playing area definitely uh, helps with that. Um, but... Crossnet, going back to Crossnet as his own sport, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a volleyball purist kind of guy. So I'm, I'm just kind of curious, like, what that would look like. I know you guys have, definitely have some pro players that have tried some rallies, but for me, like, I don't know, <laughs> the court seems small. Like, how, how, what's the scoring system? How, how, how would that look at a professional level? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's definitely more unique for the volleyball people. Um, they look at it and they're like, okay. Um, what are you actually going to do here? You know, yeah, um, don't exactly. just volleyball here. Um, but yeah, we, we've had some of the great, great pros, um, Casey Patterson, Triborn, like they're on our team. They love CrossFit now. And I'm not sure if you saw, but we have a doubles version. So it's two on two on two on two. Um, that yeah, makes that was, it really that's pretty like, new, right? Yeah, it's pretty mm -hmm. new. And it, it makes it into a team sport. So like 
yes, you can get some people to come. To, we're going to set up to tournaments soon, um, some events, and try to make it you know monetizable. But you can get people to come for one on one on one on one. But you're more inclined to come with your best friend and try to win a thousand dollar cash prize um, playing doubles cross net. You know, so that's how we're going to grow the sport. Yeah, well, volleyball, I mean, does have a pretty strong kind of regional cash prize tournament format uh, right now. So definitely getting in on that would be great. But um, you talked about a couple of the professional athletes, uh, including Sam Pedlow, a fellow Canadian guy there. Um, how, how did you guys get involved with that? How did you how do you reach out to players? How do you select them? Uh, how does that program work? Yeah, I mean, it's it was a tough journey to get our first, you know, volleyball pro player on, on our squad because, you know, cross that needed to get build up its respect and, and whether that was from sales or from seeing someone else play, like it took a while. And um, we started off with like Ryan Millar. He does our podcast. Now he's always shown like love to us. Um, we sent it out to some pro players um, from Hermosa beach. They took some videos. And then once we got one on board, the next one came and then the third came, and then the fourth came. Now we have like 10, 10 cool pro athletes and they all, you know, they play with each other. So it's, it's different. And then they play with their family, their kids, it's height adjustable. So like Casey Patterson, he's playing with his, with his little kids in the backyard, puts it to like the four foot height, whatever it is. Um, so it's really cool to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching that video earlier. Very cute. And it, you know, it's something I kind of thought about as well. Like volleyball athletes are pretty under uh, monetized. There's not a, a huge amount of sponsors that they can get, right. Maybe a little more on the beach, but but I mean, there's this, like, what equipment is there in beach volleyball, <laughs> right? Like sunscreen, sunglasses, right? Um, so I think it's it's good to have these guys um, be able to do something like that. And I was listening to, I think, a podcast your brother did um, with with Shopify, maybe. But uh, he mentioned that one of the big kind of breaks for you guys online was um, Latvian beach volleyball athletes who did a video and went viral. It, is that Alexander Samoylovs and Yanis Smedens? Yeah, yeah, they made a crazy video for us. Yeah, um, it was like two and a half years ago, and we woke up one day and it was like had like eight million views on Facebook, and we're like, "Holy crap!" Eight million. So, wow. okay. Yeah, and now it's that. got now it's been probably a hundred million views just throughout all our platforms. Ads. Um, it's been an amazing video to use. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was actually in uh, in Latvia um, in in September for the European Beach Volleyball Championships. Uh, talked to those guys as well. Um, on Yormala Beach, which is a fantastic beach volleyball venue. Um, is that something you guys maybe, like, are you guys looking to to move into the kind of traditional volleyball spaces, do some sponsorships, have some cross-net games set up uh, at beach volleyball events, maybe the AVP or, or FIVB events? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've done one before in the past, and we didn't, we didn't get too, too much. Um, it wasn't too, it didn't go too well, to be honest. Um, that was a few years, <laughs> yeah, that was a few years ago, though. Um, it was before, like, any pro players come on board. And we were rookies. We were young to this to this space. But now we definitely know what we want to do, and we definitely want to get involved on, you know, the AVP side, on the professional tournament side. And definitely, you know, get, get on the side court and then eventually make our own as well. Okay, so, yeah, start out there, and then the idea is to, to go even further. So, you know, you probably didn't follow volleyball much before CrossNet, I can imagine. And you wouldn't be the only one because – I would say 95% of volleyball players don't watch volleyball or follow it professionally in any capacity. Uh, being in, involved in volleyball for a few years now, do, what, do you have any ideas as to why that might be the case? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I grew up playing, like, 
idolizing basketball players. I grow up. I still watch basketball, NBA basketball, every night. Well, you um, can see. Uh, you but, can see. It. I don't know if you noticed my uh, <laughs> my banner oh, in the my, background here. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but like going off of your question, it's like it's really cool and appreciative to see like these players, and even like me and my brother played with them the other day, and like we got killed. Um, it, it was really cool. So that's like me going to play with a pro basketball player for me. Um, as uh, if I grew up playing volleyball, so it's really cool to see, and I think it honestly gives us more um, comfortability talking to them. Like we're not scared of them, yeah, uh, yeah, we're not shy, sure. you know. Um, and we just want to work with them and help them because like, we can help them, and they can help us bigger, huge, uh, big impact on our on our business. So um, it's important to to have good chemistry too. Yeah, for sure, and I think it's important. Like there's to monetize volleyball, right? Like there's not a ton of monetization going on in the sport. It's one of the most popular participation sports in the world. And, and yet, you know, to sell a few shoes, sell a few balls, maybe Mikasa yeah. is making money. That's yeah, it. it's, it's, it's really unfortunate to see, honestly. Like I didn't know that going into going into all this. Um, so it sucks. It sucks to see, uh, see that it's so limited when it comes to that. So I want to do everything I can for, from CrossFit to help our athletes. Um, and to bring some more uh, money into their pockets, uh, it would be an amazing feeling for me. And obviously, it works both ways. They, I bring money in their pockets. They they bring exactly. it in mine. I love it. So um, everything I can do. Yeah. So you you have just one brother. You're you're the co-founder, Chris. Yeah, Chris yeah. is our co-founder and their best friend, Mike. So I have three brothers, and I was you know when I was looking up crossing, I was like, man, I wish I had this game when I was younger because we always played basketball, and you know people would have broken fingers people with like minor concussions every single time people would be bruised and battered but cross net like no physical contact um it's not one-on-one so it's not like two people going against each other a few players at once and the other thing i love about volleyball is that you know it's pretty mixed gender and you know at pretty much all levels so i've always thought volleyball is like the perfect uh you know sport for the future especially with people caring more about concussions is that something you guys maybe thought of when, when you're promoting the game yeah, it's definitely something we take like take in mind, like especially what you said growing up. So like when I grew up, I did the same thing. I went outside, I got home from school, and I played my brother in basketball one on one, right? And then yeah. we just play until dinner, and we fight and yell, and you know someone have a, a broken finger, like you said, jam finger. Um, but I wish I had cross net growing up, so I could put that in my backyard. Everyone comes off the bus, and we just go play cross net for two hours, uh, and 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 play that as well. Obviously, not give up on basketball, but have some yeah. you know diversity in there. Um, and that's super important to me uh, in how we like market it now. I want I want people to go home and play cross net, um, play with their friends, socialize. It's it's a good game. Yeah, for sure. And and Greg, what's your kind of role at, at cross net? My role? Yeah. What's your day to day? What's your main yeah. focus here? What, well, what? I, as an entrepreneur, as a as a you know owner of a sports business, it, it's it changes every day. Um, some days I'm doing contracts, some days I'm doing Twitter marketing, Instagram marketing. Um, it started off just like getting that, uh, you know, the legalities, financials down. Um, and now I'm doing my best to hire people, hire people smarter than me, uh, make sure our team's, you know, operating daily. Uh, if I'm if I'm not doing anything, our, our company is still going to grow. Um, that's my my real goal is to do that and just oversee everyone. Well, pretty, I mean, it must have been quite a learning experience because you guys started, what, two, two and a half years ago? Yeah, about three years ago. That's sweet. So, you know, I'm with this podcast and with, with uh, my day job, I'm involved a lot kind of with the, the digital marketing stuff. So um, 
Can you give us what's what's a good piece of advice maybe for someone marketing on Instagram trying to grow a brand and what kind of stuff can they do? Um, I think if they're trying to market on Instagram, Facebook, whatever that is, don't go crazy um, trying to buy a $10,000 video and run ads on it. Get an organic piece of content. Get something your fans can relate to, your customers can relate to. Um, UGC is the best for us. We still run UGC videos daily and they cost $0 or we give it to an influencer and they pay him 400 bucks. But don't go, go crazy. Don't spend all your money. Run an ad on a video that you know people can relate to and then scale it if it does well. If you see it doing well, gaining traction, boom, dump, pour fire on it, you know? Pour the, yeah. pour the gasoline and, and then keep going and, and don't stop. Yeah, and I think something that's interesting, I think in all sports, but maybe even in particular volleyball is obviously athlete-generated content is a huge thing right now. And, and I say especially in volleyball because there wasn't really that traditional media infrastructure especially in North America, it kind of just went from nothing to athlete generated content uh, completely. So do you think that's going to be the kind of the system methodology going forward? Yeah, I, I definitely think that's going to play a high impact on our business in, in all sports. Um, something we're actively trying to, you know, make the best content and, and do those things. Okay. And what is the future of CrossNet? What's next for you guys? The future of CrossNet is international expansion, tournaments around the United States, and then hopefully global by next year. And obviously, we'll go into Canada because Canada shows us much love since day one. And then blowing up our TikTok. So those three are my agenda. Yeah, the TikTok one's funny. I, I don't think anyone's, at least that I've seen, really figured out the algorithm. But volleyball is huge on TikTok. Like It's crazy. I, I think that we have a player, a European player here, Tobias Creek, who has like 500,000 followers and he's just some, you know, a random middle blocker uh, on a team. So that doesn't uh, happen on Instagram. Yeah. Well, maybe or yeah, maybe it did to a lesser extent. But yeah, the discoverability yeah. Yeah. The, uh, of TikTok is is crazy. So like what kind of content are you, are you looking to make on TikTok? I mean, right now we're just using our UGC videos and then it's really important, I think, for all business owners too, is just to like find the influencer you're comfortable with, find influencers that really love your product, your game, whatever it is, um, and send them, send them content. I mean, sorry, send them the product and let them be organic about it. Let them make their own video, their own style so their, their fans can relate to it. And then it goes viral. Um, that's what we're really focusing on. Great, great. Yeah. And Probably, you know, I think I think you did a great job explaining to people what what CrossNet is. But a lot of my fans are like hard, hardcore volleyball, like purist enthusiasts. Uh, if you if you could sell to those guys, um, what what would be your pitch to them? It would be more touches, um, less running around to go chase a ball. Um, if you're playing two and two, um, get into a doubles CrossNet match with eight really good volleyball players, and you guys will have a blast. Um, we just did it two weeks ago up in up in California and with like Casey Try and the Crabs. It was insane to watch. Like it was really cool. Um, volleyball is awesome to watch too, but they were just hitting the ball every second. There was nonstop action, um, no waiting, um, quick serves. It was it was really cool to see. It's different. Um, if, so if you want more touches and you want to just switch it up because everyone's been playing volleyball their whole life, and um, it could probably get boring. I, regardless of whatever sport it is, you can switch, if you want to switch it up, it's it's a good switch up. 
Well, yeah, you see coaches doing like weird stuff all the time. Like I've seen coaches like use shopping carts to to pass the ball, use like medicine balls instead instead of volleyball. So, yeah, definitely, I, I like that idea of of switching it up. Um, so, Greg, thanks for uh, thanks for joining me here today, and uh, best of luck with everything Crossnet. I think uh, I think there's something big going on with you guys here. Appreciate it, man. I uh, appreciate you having me. And yeah, you'll see CrossNet explode even more than it is next time we talk.